Welcome to At The Table with D. Monique Podcast. Grab a snack, pull up a chair, and listen up. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to At The Table with D. Monique. Here we have real conversations with real people who are sharing their real life stories. I'm your host, D. Monique, and our special guest today is Derek Pinkney. Hey, Derek. What's up, man? What's going on, everybody? Everything is going well. I'm so happy to have this opportunity to speak with you today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I just want to take a moment uh, and thank everybody for following this podcast. Uh, Derek, I've been doing this podcast for about two, three months now, Mm -hmm. and I'm getting a lot of great feedback. And so I think it's really important when people are taking the time to listen to you, give, you know, feedback. It's important to show thanks to you. Thanks to them. So thank you guys for listening. And don't forget, like the podcast, follow the podcast, share the podcast, because I feel like we have really good information and you don't want to keep it all to yourself. So share it with those who you care about. Okay. And Derek, you know, I was asking you before the podcast, you got your snack, you got your snack, you got your snack. Why? Because this is one of my favorite parts of the podcast okay. is to have snack time. So before we get into snack time, we do need to say our grace yeah. because my great grandmother, Lucille, will not have it any other way. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right. So if you would bow your head with me and... Uh, Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this food that we are about to receive. We la- we ask that it brings nourishment to our bodies. We thank you for this and all other blessings in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, Derek, you are our guest. Yes, ma'am. So, share with us, what are you snacking on today? So, what I'm snacking on right now is a lean green machine smoothie from the Smoothie King. So my reason why okay. this is one of my favorites is because as a lot of the greens and I love pineapples and mango and I hit it with a little B12 for energy. So it's something that I, I'll catch in between in the middle of the day and, and things of that nature. So, you know, when I'm ready to get that, that afternoon going, this is that quick go-to, something quick, something smooth, something healthy, you know. So yeah, that's my snack for the day. Oh, that's good. And you know what? I have not been to Smoothie King in a long time, so I'll have to go and check that out. Oh, man, it's, it's, it's delicious, I'm telling you. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I'll tell you guys what I'm snacking on because we are talking about weight loss today with Derek. And I couldn't come on here with some of my usual <laughs> snacks, right? <laughs> so I chose this this thing that I'm choosing is also going to be like a um, first time reaction because I've never tried it before. So it is this kimchi. Yes, and it's by the brand Cleveland. Um, quick little story is uh, a long time ago, I had an opportunity to work in Korea and one of the dishes that they serve is kimchi. Now, I had a lot of friends who really liked the kimchi, but I could never get over the smell, mm, right? Yeah. And um, once I had an opportunity to go to the Korean Rice Festival and we learned to make kimchi, and I realized what was giving it that aroma was that they use a uh, fish egg oil in it. Right. And so that's 
Right. But this version of kimchi, as uh, the listeners who've been following for a while know, I'm vegan. So this version is vegan and it's also gluten free. So, um, for, I have a friend of mine who just realized that they have a gluten allergy. So guess what? She can, um, now eat something like this. Um, it has garlic, greens, and spicy red pepper. And let me tell you, the garlic is coming through. Okay. (laughs) And so I put a, I put a little bit in a bowl and, um, I won't lie. I am a little bit nervous. Just because I remember uh, how it was, you know, then in Korea. But I'm I chose this because it has probiotics, and we know that probiotics are good for uh, gut health. So here goes nothing, Derek. All right, let's see. Mama, see, Mama, side with Mama. All right. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Mmm, it's really good. It is not, it is not what I thought. It is really good. Now see why people were, were eating it when eating it when I was in Korea, but it was just the smell I couldn't get over. Mm-hmm. I have some friends that, that make this it. That's really good. This is good. Okay. And it got that nice spice to it. Let me get a little bit of water to clear my palate i definitely could eat some more of this but i don't think normally i said let's eat during the um, podcast but (laughs) that has a lot of crunch to it (laughs) so i think i'll save the rest for later yeah but that is good everything that i thought has gone out the window i know i like kimchi i told you guys our guest today is Derek. And I'll just tell you a little bit about um, how I know Derek. I met him about four or five years ago. We were both uh, members of a local gym here in Augusta, Georgia. Now Derek has his own personal training business. Uh, What I can tell you about Derek is he is a stand-up guy. He's a dedicated husband to his wife. He is a loving father to his children. And anybody that knows him respects him just because he carries himself with such dignity. Um, And I asked Derek to come on here because the fit guy that you see in front of us, he wasn't always, you know, this fit. He has a good story. And I don't know all the details of his story, but I've seen the pictures and he has has had a great transformation. So I wanted him to come on here, tell you how he went from a client to now the trainer. So Derek, again, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. And again, I appreciate it being on here. I'm excited, nervous, but hey, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> but yes, I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you for your compliments earlier. I really appreciate that. Yeah, and Derek, there's no need to feel nervous because one, everything that you said, I already know is going to be the truth because I, that's how I know you as a, you know, a truthful guy. Like I said, a stand-up guy, and it's me. Hey, I know that's right. <laughs> All right. It's me. Yes, so, yeah, we're just going to talk about it. So, 
Um, I know earlier today you were out with your kids. You guys went to the mall. Right, right. We did. We did. We a, yeah. What were you shopping for? Well, of course, as you know, kids grow and they moving, moving and growing so fast. So had to make sure we just got everything back in line for them. Got us some jeans and some stuff we needed, some stuff we didn't need, of course. You know how that goes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Mom and dad, we always step out and get this one thing you need and 10 things you don't. So um, <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah, that's what we did today and just kind of came home and not kind of just in relaxed mode and getting ready for tomorrow. Got to do it all, get it all going again. So, okay. Um, and if you don't mind sharing with us, how old are you? I am forty three years old. I'll be forty four June fifth of this year. Yeah, that's right. Because our birthdays are, you know, yours is the day before mine. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Yours yeah. Is six. I do remember <laughs> that part. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, how old were you when you started working out? I started, well, I've been athletic all my life. I, I worked out, I played football and basketball and things of that nature. But to get to, uh, when I got to this point, I started when I was about 37, like 37 mm-hmm. years, really going hard, 36, 37. Um, and, okay. And so it's been a you know journey ever since then. So you say you um, were athletic. What sports did you play? I played basketball. I played football. Uh, and that was pretty much it. Got, so when I started my job, I started getting into golf, you know, stuff like that. But more so the moving and shaking came with basketball and football, you know, when I, in high school and, you know, through, through, through you know, rec- recreation basketball and even coaching basketball up to now, you know, just still, you know, being athletically inclined as compared as, as complaints to that. So, yeah. Okay. So you coach like um, a rec team? I coach a YMCA team, actually. A 15U team, and and really that's kind of like a release for me, you know what I'm saying? From uh, uh, getting away from work and getting away from uh, from the training a little bit, it gives me a chance to kind of do what my passion really is, and that's just like being in the community with the kids. And so I coach this South Augusta team here, and of course we know South Augusta, you know, is, is a bit different. So when we get these kids and give them an opportunity to do something different, you know, that's what I really love and enjoy doing. So you know, it's just one of those things where um, I have to, you know, just take pride in doing that part, just to bring that outside of the community so oh that's awesome does your son play for um your team he does he does yes yeah he is he's, and how old is he now like he's he's 12 <laughs> years old he'll be 13 on um, march 20 i mean may 26 of this year so wow right yeah and you have two other kids right i do i do i have a daughter that's 15 years old sierra uh, and I have an older son that's uh, 22. He'll be 23 this year, uh, Christian. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. I um I remember your your youngest son from the gym. Mm-hmm. I mean that that kid. Ball of fire. When yes. Yes. <laughs> <Ball of fire. laughs> yes. <laughs> he. I'm sure he helps to keep you young. Yes. Yes. I'm saying, and and, and honestly. If it wasn't, I mean, I would say if it wasn't for him, he's another part of the reason why I know I had to to get on a journey because I knew he was a handful. He was going to want to run and play and all of that. And, and I, I'm I'm super competitive, so I I couldn't let him beat me, you know. So I'm like, <laughs> I got to get out so I can run some, you know. So, but yeah, it's yeah. It, it's, it's it's fun, you know. You having children is, is 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 one of the highlights of my life. So, you know, enjoying watching them grow and. Especially being able to coach him and, you know, watch my daughter grow and my oldest now getting his wings, getting out there and being an adult, you know, that's that that's major, major to me. Um, I think that's really um I think that's really special that not only do you get to do something that you're passionate about to help the youth, 
but you also get to do that with your son. Yes, you know, he gets to witness. He doesn't just get to not, not I mean, he gets to witness and experience it, mm -hmm. not just hear, oh, yeah, dad goes to coax these kids. He gets to be a part of that. So I think that's a really uh, special moment. And I think he'll never forget all those lessons that you teach him uh, verbally and non verbally. Most definitely, yeah. yeah. I, I, that was the moments yeah. that I really, really appreciate. He get to see that and understands why I'm the way that I am when it comes to things and being passionate about, you know, what you do. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I love that part. Now he, I mean, he knows when I'm coaching. I'm not dad though, you know. So he, he, it's so funny. He's like, Dad, no, not dad. You, know, you get to, you, I got to treat you like everybody else. So that experience <laughs> is even more enhanced by knowing that. You know what I'm saying? So. He gets to see me as dad and as coach. So, you know, knowing that I care for I care for my children, of course, but you know, all of my kids, even my 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 my, my made kids in the, in the in the with the team, you know, I love them all the same. So I want all of them to see, you know, that hey, you can we can be we can make a difference, you know, what I'm saying by putting people together, you know. So, yeah. So yes, to go back to what you said, yes, I'm glad he does get to see that. Yeah, I think that's really special. Um, so Derek, do you remember what your heaviest weight was? 376 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, 376. And what, so what, what do you think, you know, you were really athletic. What do you think, you know, helped you to get to that weight? Oh, 376? Mm -hmm. Well, I know exactly what, what happened. I, uh, it was a part, uh, a time in life where I was working uh, a couple of jobs and to stay awake, it was just to eat whatever I, you know, could find, get put my hands on, you know, and, and late nights mm -hmm. and uh, eating Snicker bars and drinking sodas to try to stay awake. You know what I mean? To, when you're working and it was mm -hmm. a sit down job, my second job was a sit down job and uh, wasn't necessarily getting the proper sleep in between the two. And so, you know, that, of course, that's not healthy, not resting. And so just being, always on the go and, and 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 again being on the go you don't get to get to uh eat much of your home cooking because you're always on the go and so you're picking up the mcdonald's and the burger kings and the you know the applebee's and the, you know and all that stuff and you're you're definitely not you know doing the things or eating the things that you're supposed to eat you know so at that point that's what i was doing and i just saw myself progressing and progressing and progressing and uh and i got up to 376 pounds you know i think what you said, a lot of people can understand that. Um, when you are trying to provide for your family, um, you can, you know, work, work, work. And sometimes you forget about yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, like you said, you, if you go to some of those restaurants and you're eating something, you're like, oh, okay, I got some, you know, some of this and some of that. Mm -hmm. Those calories when you're eating outside of your home you have no control of it right. especially when you have things that have sauce on it you don't know what's in it and so it is so easy yeah. <laughs> it's so easy to pick up those pounds so i think we all um can understand that i know that has happened to me yeah like i used to when i was in college i used to um go to a certain grocery store because they had a great deli, uh -huh. right? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll get a sandwich. And you don't realize how many calories, right? Are in those yeah, and then I couldn't just get the sandwich, Derek. You gotta get the chips, right? you gotta get the... I gotta get the yeah, chips. Hey, I know, you gotta get that grape soda. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And before you know it, it just adds up and it adds up mm-hmm. and it adds up. And sometimes you can eat and you don't think about it, especially if you work at a place where everybody's always bringing in snacks. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that too. You're like, oh, yeah, I'll have some of your cookies. Oh, yeah, I have some brownies. And you don't think about right. it. Right. Yeah. Especially at so, my job, it's all of the bad stuff is already ready for you. So at that point, you know, always. The, the, the bacon, the, you know, the, 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 all of the bad stuff is already ready for you. If I had to eat one of these healthy, I had to go look for it and say, I got to cut it up. I got to do this. I got to do that. And so why do that at that point? You know, I might as well just get this sausage sandwich and keep it moving. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's just, you know, that that's just the mentality of it all. Just trying to, trying to eat quick and not necessarily thinking about what you're taking in. Yes. Now, Derek, I like to talk about food. Mm-hmm. And listen, y'all, I have not been vegan all my little life, mm-hmm. okay? okay? I used to eat meat before that. And so when you said sausage, I automatically thought about Roger Wood. What? Well, you ain't going <laughs> to tell me nothing about Roger Wood. Nobody. Yes. Yes. Some peppers and onions. Yes, on John Durst bread. Well, you better tell him so. <laughs> you better tell him so. I don't think they understand about that John Durst, that Captain John Durst. Yes. 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 You gotta tell me. Yeah. With the, the bread yeah. sticking to the roof of your mouth. See, you already. Yes. You probably took in 2,000 calories just that one sausage off of home. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you don't realize it because one, it tastes so good, right? And you're uh-huh. like, oh, it's just one slice of bread. Oh, it's just one sausage. Mm hmm. But it adds up, right? (laughs) Yeah. So at what point, you know, did you say you need to make changes or was it something that triggered you to say, okay, you got to get a little bit healthy. You got to get some of that weight off of you. The crazy part was, um, even at that point, I didn't really think I, I, I was that big, you know what I'm saying? And so it was, it was kind of a mental thing for me. So a good friend of mine, Lonzo Wright uh, Jr., who's in Savannah, runs Beast Mode. Yeah, uh, I'm familiar with him. Best, one of my, my best friends. We grew up together. And um, he came home one day, and um, he, he said, hey, man, let's go work out. And so I was like, okay. And, again, I'm I'm just going to work out. So he took me to uh, this local gym here, and, and when I got in there, we did a class. I did a class. And I'm like, okay, uh, so – you know, you're not going to work out with me? He was like, no, I'm, I'm, this is for you. I want you to do this. And so what he did was at the end of this class, there was a prayer, and he uh, took the microphone and, and said and, and gave a speech in the gym. So he was like, hey, this is, you know, my best friend, my brother. You know, he's he's this, and, and he's a really good guy, but I want to see him live. And so this is what I'm going to do. I want y'all to stay, keep on him, keep him accountable, and I'm going to help him uh, by, by taking care of his first couple of months so he can get started on a healthier lifestyle. And so what was initially brought to me as a let's go work out uh, and, and, and get into it, I took as a challenge versus a lifestyle change just because as friends, me and him would battle all the time. And it's like, I'm, I'm, my thing was you ain't going to do me like that in front of all these people. But in actuality, whatever his thought process was, worked. Um, because he knew that I probably was going to be competitive about it until I got into it and saw the benefits of it. And, um, and, and, and that's how I really, really got started, uh, into, into doing it. But I, I was, I was, 
I got to I got to working out, and I got to a point that I was like, "Hey, I, I'm I'm enjoying it." And I saw I finally saw uh, some weight fall off. And when it did, I stopped put on a shirt one time, and and I was like, "Okay, now I can let me buy the shirt this size, you know, so I can have another go." So that's how it all kind of just it, it picked up. But to initially say how I got started with it, or started working out myself and changing, was it was right. It was at that moment. I was in 2016, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. The, I, you know what? That's um, that's a great brotherly love moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That he identified, you know what? I want my friend. My friend, life could be shortened because of the weight that's on his body. Mm-hmm. And I want my friend to live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I love about, you know, you know, my friend circle. That's another podcast. We'll get into that later. But. You know, I got a good, good, good support system of friends, and 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 when I started my journey, it wasn't just me; it was a, 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 you know a few of us, and we all stuck together in it. So, yeah, yeah. So that's how I got started initially. And you know, I remember. So when I met you, I thought you had already looked great, right? <laughs> but I didn't realize that you were heavier until one day you had brought some suits mm-hmm. to the gym. Mm-hmm. And you were trying to give them away. And you were like, I don't fit these anymore. And I was like, you used to wear this suit. <laughs> yeah. 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 I couldn't, be- you know, I couldn't believe it. I cleaned out my closet and I got rid of, I know I got rid of five trash bags, you know, full of clothes. And anybody knows me, you know, I like to, I like to buy clothes even when I don't need them. And, uh, and so when I buy them, I buy a lot and, and, this crazy, like the type of stuff that I had. And I would just look at this stuff and I put it on. I, I have one jacket in there now that I keep as a reminder. Um, you know, of whenever I'm feeling, you know, a certain type of way, I feel like I may be going in another direction. I go put that jacket on and say, okay, this is what we're not going to go back to, you know, and that's, yeah. and that cranks the motivation right back up times 10. Yeah, I I think that's really great that you do that mm-hmm. to remind yourself of how far you have come no doubt. and where you don't want to go back. Most definitely. And, and I'm not knocking yeah. anybody that's that's there. I just know that it's, I've been in that struggle and it's tough, you know, to, to, to understand or know that you want to do something. And for some people, you know, you have to get that urge to do it. But, yeah, I just know that. It, 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 that being there, I'm still at, at, at that size to this side. I'm still the same person, but I just, you know, I definitely don't want to get back to the unhealthy ways of life. So I make sure that I remind myself. You know, when I, um, I've looked at some of your Facebook pictures Mm -hmm. and you always smile, (laughs) but it's something about when I see your pictures now, it's like a little extra swag on it. <laughs> you know, when when you got that jacket on and you like, check me out. <laughs> hey, it, it, it's it's a good feeling. It's like, you know, I, I, quick, quick story, very quick. Um, Go I, ahead. I was, no, you don't have to make it quick. I remember, <laughs> um, I remember I was eyeing this shirt in Macy's. It was a polo shirt uh, with, the, with the little bear on it. And I, I just wanted these shirts. And I told myself I wouldn't buy another one until I can I can go to the, I call the little people section of the mall. So mm-hmm. I said, I'm not going to buy another shirt until I can go over there. So I kept eyeing this shirt, kept eyeing this shirt. And one day I kept picking it up and, and a good friend of mine that works at Macy's, he said, uh, he said, hey man, um, he said, you every time you come in here, you pick that shirt up. He said, so why don't you get it? And I was like, well, 
I said, I, I got I to gotta go. And I didn't explain to him what it was. I got to go. And I said, but I don't know yet. He was like, well, just go try it on. So I got the nerve finally, went in there and I tried it on. And when I tried it on, I remember like just yelling, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, the, because it was an extra large shirt. And that's the first time I wore extra large since I was maybe a, a senior in high school. And like I said, I'm 43 years old. And I mean, I was maybe 39 at the time. And so yeah. to be able to, to, to do that was such an accomplishment for me. So I was like, okay, now at that point, now uh, I, I made the, the lady of the house mad because then I started going back. I'm going to buy everything in there now, you know? So, <laughs> you know, it, that was that was just, you know, a great moment for me to, to know that I can finally, you know, get to that point where I can I can wear a shirt and, and on, on the regular people's side, you know, if that makes sense, yeah. you know what I'm saying, in my, in my head, so. Yeah. So before you had to buy from like the big and tall mm -hmm. section. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I like yeah, to, and so I, that's why you. Well, nothing wrong with that, but it was just one of those things where as I started to progress, I was like, hey, I know I can get to this. And so when I was able to do that, oh my God, it's been, it's been yeah. so much fun to, to just, you know, see that. But just to know and just, you begin, you, you become much more confident when you, when you, when you become more confident in yourself. You know, it makes a big, big difference, not just in the way you look, but in everything, mental space, all of that, you know what I'm saying? So all of that plays a part. So, yeah. And I think that makes us feel good, especially when you know you're working on losing weight and you're able to go and try something on. And it's a size that you, like you said, you hadn't been in mm -hmm. since you were a teenager and to now be able to fit into it. Yeah. You probably were in the mirror styling, I, profiling. I almost wore it out tomorrow. <laughs> I almost wore it out tomorrow. I almost wore it out tomorrow. Yeah. But no, that, it's just, it's just, you know, like you said, and it's, I've always tried to, to, to smile and everything and understand it's a silver lining, but that, but that, the confidence and knowing that it's going to be okay is even more reason to pop your collar every now and then and, and just know that yeah. you got it, you know, so. Yeah, I think that's so. Um, I think that's so good that you were able to experience that in that moment. Because had that gentleman not stopped you, right, mm -hmm. you probably would have still just went in there, looked at it, mm -hmm. and walked away. And walked away from and, it. Yeah. Um, so one thing that has started to come up—well, not has started, but has come up a lot in the podcast—is faith, mm -hmm. right? So I want to know. Where does faith or relationship with God fit into your life? It's a facet that, honestly, without it, it wouldn't be this point. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, that's where, where my strength comes from. And, and I know that uh, without his grace and mercy, I couldn't, I couldn't do any of this. You know what I'm saying? Even, even through the, the, the journey that I've been through right now, you know, there's been some some really high highs and some really you know low lows as well. You know, as as, as people may not know, I I, was, I had in a, I was in the hospitalized for you know a bleeding ulcers, and uh, and so you know to a point where my hemoglobin was at 0. 0.4, and and, and oh, wow. yeah, so you know to not have faith in God and 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 to you know pull that journey through, I could have, and I was ignoring it. You know how as men do, we don't want to go see a doctor. We don't want to talk to nobody. I thought it was just a headache, 
you know, and, and what inevitably could have been something that could have ended my life, you know. So, you know, faith is so important. You've got to, uh, for me, uh, to, to incorporate God at some point in every point in my day, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And do I do I have moments that, you know, that I may not be as in tune as I should, but with that being said, him being that's the humanistic side, but I would quickly get back to the, the my, my, my faithful my, my faithful thoughts and knowing that without him it, it's just, it's just yes yeah, so it, it all fits yeah well I'm so happy to know that you first listen to your body even if you ignored it for a little bit you listen to your body you went to the hospital you got the care you needed um and now you're better yes yes yeah yes. um what do you think caused the ulcer did they stress you know and it was you know at the time you know we're working and 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 running like crazy and again just not taking care of my body you know um i'm just 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 running like crazy but it was i was able to i really believe in and since we're speaking faith that that was him saying okay you won't sit down i'm gonna sit you down you know so here take this with you i'm gonna put you down for about a week and and, and make you understand how important it is to take care of yourself and and that was a really really important lesson that I learned in that. So I do take the time now to make sure, you know, even if it's just say, hey, I'm gonna take two or three days, just to kind of rest and get myself back together. But you know, like I said, I, he he has his way of telling you what he wants you to do, whether you, when you, when you listen to him or when you don't, you know. So when yeah. you don't, he'll do something to you to say, okay, since you wouldn't take it this way, I'm gonna give it to you this way. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. I think you brought up a really good point because sometimes when you are working on a goal, whether it's if you're an entrepreneur, if you're in school, or if it's just self-improvement, sometimes we get into this uh, grind motion, right? We got to grind. We got to hustle. We got to go get it, right? Mm -hmm. And it's nothing wrong with doing that. But also in between the grind, the hustle, then go get it, you have to rest. Gotta rest. Okay. So I think it's important instead of saying, oh, you know, you grind in 24-7, maybe out of your day, you give it 100 plus percent percent, um, a certain amount of hours Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. during the day. And then the other part of that day, you give it 100 plus percent percent i don't know why i can't say percent (laughs) um to rest yes yes yeah and um i think i talked to somebody else on the podcast i think it was tiffany um sometimes rest is not always sleeping yes it's true sometimes you just have to rest your mind that's it sit down put yourself in a situation where you can meditate and and just reflect sometimes sometimes it's not about Mm -hmm the physical of it all because you can be physically ready for anything but if your mental is not together then all of that means nothing it's pushed out the door because you're not focused on it and it's not putting you in a position that you can also be successful in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, you know sometimes when you get that mental rest mm-hmm. that gives that time that you're like you know not consumed with everything you'll be amazed at the thoughts mm-hmm that come to mind that can help maybe to make the grind easier mm-hmm. most of my right. most of my fun time meditating i go i go to the y and sit in the steam room and just mm-hmm. just sit there 
You know what I mean? And and, and I'm, I'm getting a good sweat, but at the same time, reflecting and 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 and, and a couple of prayers and meditation some days, and just sitting there, you know, and just getting that opportunity to say, okay, here's my clear space for a second. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me understand what is what's going on here right now. You know, and that's that's just the way I unwind sometimes. How often do you use the sauna? I try I try to do it once a week, at least once a week now. But when when my schedule opens up, I'm at least two or three times a week. Okay. I, I'll go in and there. do you feel like using a sauna uh, is important for uh, weight loss? Because I've heard a few people talk about using saunas and uh, some of the benefits that it offers. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a good. Um, I think it's a good thing to use definitely with losing weight because it gives you the sweat. But I think it's even better um, when you apply it after or before a workout because it helps loosen up the muscles as well. And uh, after a good workout, just sitting in there, it helps that, that tension release a little bit, you know what I'm saying, from a, a strenuous, especially if you're doing strength training. I think that, that gives you a good kind of a comfortable loosen up and then a good, after I get out of it, get a good stretch in. You know, I think it. I think that's a. It, it's definitely something that you would use. You know, with weight loss, but incorporating it. You know, what I'm saying with maybe getting in there and you know doing some cardio and stuff like that. Some people now there are some people that believe that you can just sit in a sauna and that's how that works. Now and it can, but it has to. Be, it depends on how you're dieting as well. But I would say when you're going through that, it'll definitely soothe the tension from a good, you know, uh, cardio, a good run, a good, you know. Uh, strength, uh, strength training or something like that so yeah so i am okay. saying that it's a it's a good opportunity uh, to to use while you're going through that weight loss journey it will, it will help you know kind of enhance it but using it before or after uh will even make make it me excuse me make it more efficient okay mm -hmm. um um you mentioned diet just a moment ago mm -hmm. i want to know what are some dietary changes you made yeah well like you said you i know you 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 know we talk vegan and you've had uh and, and your journey with, with with that um when i first started of course i ate everything i didn't you know it wasn't anything that i didn't eat so when i first started i cut out uh pork and beef i mean uh, yeah pork and beef and so i still to this day don't eat pork or beef um then after a couple of years of that i went and i cut out everything and went vegetarian and so uh, when I did that, really when I when I went vegetarian is when I saw a lot of a lot more of the weight, you know, come off. And uh, on, with with that is that I had to eat a lot more, uh, especially when it was just mostly vegetables and things of that nature. But it was actually uh, that's when I really saw the, a big change uh, in in losing weight. And so once I got to my target weight, I definitely had to add some type of proteins back into my diet, but. You know, other than that, I mean, that's that's that, those are the dietary things. Like sugar, I had to cut out. I used to love to 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 put sugar in everything, coffee, uh, all of those things. Change, uh, stop drinking, using milk and using almond milk. You know, and things of that nature. So there's a lot of things mm -hmm. that I, I changed along the way um, in order to do that and, and to to uh, to continue the weight loss as well. Started eating more berries. Um, you know, things of that nature. Instead of snacking on chocolate, you know, snacking on some berries or something like that, mm -hmm. something that wasn't as, as bad. So. Right. So when you were making those changes, I know your, your kids were younger. Mm -hmm. Did you 
changed your diet as well? Well, I did. Now my little one was 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 a feisty one, so he it's certain things he just he still thinks salad is grass, but um, he just <laughs> yeah that's that's what it's over there. It tastes like grass. It tastes like grass. So um, you know now he we I did they did change it with me. It's crazy. It was my daughter and my older son. Uh, when I went vegetarian, we did it all together. You know what I'm saying? And my, and my wife did it too uh, for a little while. So I kind of sprung it on him one day. I came home. I was like, hey, I'm not eating any meat anymore. So, you know, and it's like, wow, okay. Uh, how are we going to do that? And I said, I don't know. We're just going to do it. And so I started doing it. Of course, I didn't I didn't introduce them right into it the way I did it. But, you know, once they got into it, everybody started doing it. It became, you know, kind of a lifestyle. Then it became fun because we, we made a challenge. Anywhere we went, we decided, okay, let's go to, you know, if we go to Chop House, now we got to figure out what we're going to eat. So that's what made it fun. You know, like, you know, how do, yeah. what, what do we eat? How do you do that? You know, making sure they don't cook it in this or do that. So, you know, yeah, yeah it was fun. Yeah, I think that's cool. And the fact that um, everybody was excited to mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you make something exciting, it... I think you are able to do it a little bit longer mm-hmm. versus you saying you coming home and saying nobody's eating meat in this house mm-hmm. and you know yeah <laughs> I knew that wasn't gonna to... work but for, not not here Wait, <laughs> not right then because it's like the way that I did it I just came home and I was like hey I'm not doing it and it, it was literally it was literally December first and it's it's 24 days away from Christmas. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they already, they tuned up. They want to eat big for Christmas. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I, I'm going to, I said I was going to give myself 24 days. And so I was going to eat good on Christmas Day is what I said I was going to do. And I ended up eating some, I think I ate some turkey or something that day. And when I did, it made me sick. And I went back and I went vegetarian for like two years. And I was like, maybe I just, I was just doing it to see if I could do it. But it turned into a wonderful lifestyle change. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm I'm really good. I'm really happy to hear that that was how, you know, you were able to incorporate your changes also in, you know, your family's mm-hmm. a lifestyle as well. Um was was there any big major key that has really helped you get from where you were then to now? Um just adding Really, just and a lot of a lot of exercise to my my everyday regimen, but um, mm-hmm. initially, really, just being able to to that diet. People don't understand what a diet can do. You you working out is all well and fine, but it's really only twenty percent of weight loss. You know, it, it's a, now it's a major key to weight loss, but it's really not. You got to change if you you got to change what you do at the table. You know, and and that's the biggest factor. You know, um, we you can you can go and work out and leave and go somewhere and have one meal and it just took your whole workout away. You know, so mm-hmm. um, so that's why I tell people all the time it's you know, and, and it's a struggle for everybody. It's even a struggle for me sometimes. You know, it's just to to understand like okay, I got to do this. Like I'm, I'm counting calories this way and that way, but then you know you see something you really want. So basically, changing with the changing your your habits at the table are going to be the most key. Once you do that, I think at that point, you're mentally prepared to handle the physical side of it, you know, because then the physical, the, the mental will match up with what you got to do physically. And that's, you know, mentally, you know, you got to eat right, you know, so yeah. now once you know you're eating right, you can now phase into the physical part because now all of that goes mm-hmm. together. And then I think your percentage just changed a little bit, 
you know, you got a few workouts and things of that nature. So. Okay. Yeah. So you can't, you can't do the same workouts that you did in the beginning because now your body is a little fitter. So you have to challenge your body a little bit more. Most definitely. You gotta, right? you gotta change up your routine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cause once your body can um, you get used to something, uh, it, it, you're really at that point, just doing it for sport. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta change it up and you gotta shock your, shock your body into, to, 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 doing something different and you'll see you'll see changes that's another thing people don't do it i'm not saying repetitiveness won't get it because yes you want to you're going to get you want to gain the muscle memory and, and things of that nature as well but changing it up makes the body react and do things differently so it makes it work a different type i'll say um say this so i had a chance to work out with you and i want to talk to you about personal training in a minute okay um, I had a chance to work out with you at the begin at the end of last year. Right. And so when I went in, I think I picked up like the eight pounds, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Eight pound weights. And you were like, all right, I'm gonna let you use that now. <laughs> but you're gonna have to go to the 10. Mm -hmm. And so at home, I was using fives. After I worked out with you, I went and I bought some eight pounds and I bought some 10s, mm -hmm. right? I hadn't got the fifteens yet. Okay. I hardly ever pick up the eights. Okay. Challenge. I now yourself. use the tens. Yeah. Yeah. And so I really appreciated you one allowing me to use the eights in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But then challenging me to get the tens. Mm -hmm. You know. And um yeah, so you definitely have to to challenge yourself. You can't do the same same old thing if you want to get greater results. Right. And we tend to sometimes yeah. doubt ourselves, and I'm a, I'm, a, I, I'm the same one. Fear for everything, and it's like we think, well, it's it's heavier, but you haven't tried it yet. You know what I'm saying? If you try it, you, if you never try it, you're gonna never get used to it, and then you're 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 gonna always forever think or wonder, could I have? You know what I'm saying? And that's just not a gym lesson. That's a life lesson. You know what I'm saying? It's just a. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll never know. And again, I'm preaching to the to, to the choir here. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm listening to myself. You gotta mm -hmm. you gotta believe in the fact that you can, and know that I can I can take more. I can do it. You know. So that's 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 just my approach. So I remember coming to the gym and picking up tens, and it's like, okay, I kept doing those, and now I pick fifteens, and then twenties, and then you know, so forth and so on. So it's you have to mm -hmm. challenge yourself because you'll never move up. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I I definitely agree with you. And like you said, that's not just in the gym. That's in all aspects of your life. Right. Yeah. So what made you go from gym member to now personal trainer? So the story behind that, I was working the second job and, and uh, I hated the second job. And uh, the, the gym we were working out at, I uh, ended up uh, help, just helping out a little bit. And so the opportunity was given to me to say, hey, if, if you know, you, you're, you, you have a good rapport with people, you know, how about, you know, since you help me, just why don't you try it yourself? And I said, okay, why not? And when I did, what I never thought I would have the nerve to do was get in front of people and tell them how to work out. You know, I never thought that I would do that. Um, it became something I really loved. So that opportunity kind of opened up a door for something that 
people say you, you have a passion for things sometimes. I never had a passion for, for training. I've always had a passion for helping people. And so it helped mm-hmm. urge that passion into training. And so, you know, I was like, wow, I can help people by doing this and holding myself accountable. So this is where, you know, mm-hmm. it all kind of took off. And it's like, okay, let's go. And ever since then, yeah. it's, been a, it's been an uphill, uphill blessing. I, I want to tell you something that's so funny because I remember when you switch, when you switched over to training. So I think class started at five o'clock, mm-hmm. right? And you had a board and you had all the exercises. If somebody was late, <laughs> yeah. you had them, you had them to run or you had some exercise in, in the beginning People were mad about that, but you know what? They might've been mad initially, but after that, they were like, no, I gotta, I gotta get in here, get dressed and be ready. And that showed them to, to, uh, be ready to be accountable to themselves, you know? Yeah. Not, you know, not to fear the workout, you know, the extra workout they may have to do, but to show up and be accountable to themselves and be on time. Mm -hmm. You know, yep. yeah, get in here because we holding up, we hold, we holding up other people from getting to what they got to do. You know, yeah, wait. I remember, I remember that, and I don't think I ever had to uh, do any of those. <laughs> it, only, it only took one time. Now, I, I wasn't, I wasn't a sergeant. Now, if you, if you had a good, you had a good excuse, you pick up the kids or something like that. But you know, yeah. if you just strolling in here, no, you gonna go on to get these. Yeah, yeah, but like I said. Yeah, it might have, you know, made them upset in the moment, but it was never a true, like, anger. You know what I mean? Mm. Because one thing about all of the people that worked out at the gym with us is I felt like we were all family. Oh, no doubt. There was was so much love there. I mean, that's all I can say is it was uh, like being with your your favorite cousins. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so there was no true anger, but they sure did get in there on time and be dressed. Oh, yeah. Ready to go. Ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me what uh, what type of training I, I already know a little bit, but tell the audience what type of training do you offer now? So um, with the, the way that the way that I train is uh, uh, I do I mix heart, with hit training, strength training uh, and then a little bit of cardio that goes along with that. So. Um, we, 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 I like to see when people can lose, but yet still, you know, build within keeping their, uh, keeping their frames. That makes sense. So when you lose, when you're losing the weight, you know, when you, when you cardio, cardio yourself to death, you kind of get a skinny, you know, skinny look or whatever the case may be. And that's cool, you know, but you know, you want to make sure you're toning yourself as well so that when you come down to the, to the, to the, to your skin and you becoming smaller, you don't have that excess. So when you're building, you can build that muscle back up. So it kind of tones as well as while you're losing too. So, um, you know, we do, we do a lot of boxing. We do a lot of, um, uh, um, hit training. We do definitely strength training. Everything we do is pretty much is, is weighted or we too, you know, we're definitely going to go body weight, but weighted, weighted squats or, you know, weighted anything that we do. So all of that kind of coexists together uh, to kind of do a total body uh, workout. Okay. Um, if you had to give some advice to someone, especially men, because um, I think a lot of times you hear women talk about weight loss mm-hmm. and talking about, but 
you know, I don't hear a lot of men talk about weight loss, right? I hear them talk about getting jacked, you know, like <laughs> pumping the iron. But if you got somebody out there and they're like, you know what? I know I need to lose some weight. Mm-hmm. What kind of advice, how would you inspire that person in this moment? What would you say to them? What I, what I say to them is you, you, you have to every I, first thing I say to a client that comes in the door, everybody has a day one. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has a day one. And what that means is it's the first day that you did something. It doesn't matter what that something is. It's the first day that you you drove your car. It's the first day that you went to school. It's the first day that you you always have a first day. What are you gonna do with your first day? You know you want to become this, but we can't continue to say why we can't do it. Because if you do, then guess what? You just let another day go by. So the advice that I give them is start your day one. That's the only way you're going to get to it. If you never start with your day one, then there's no progress. You're going to forever say, I'll do it next week. I'll do it next week. You know, you ever talk to somebody and be like, girl, when, when the next time you going to the gym? I'm going to go next week. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, it's like, well, so what you going to do? Clients call me and say, well, when can I start? Tonight. You know, tonight. Why? Well, uh, why? Well, why? What are we waiting on? Like, we got We want to get somewhere and until we begin to start. And that's something that I preach because I know it's something that I have to keep within myself as well. So in order for me to be accountable or hold other people accountable, I have to try to be accountable for myself as well. So that's why I always say you got to have you, everybody has a day one. What are you going to do? Like, when, when are you going to start? Tomorrow may be too late. You know, so let's get that. That's the advice that I would that, that I would give uh, that person. And I do understand that it's a process. But with that process still goes back to what's your day one? You know, when, yeah. what do you want your day one to look like? You know, and so everybody I told I tell them also that your day one is not going to be may not be a glorious one. You know, it's one that you may sit back and be like, man, that was hard. But then day two has to come, you know, so you got to continue to be consistent. So, you know, once you get started and keep make up in your mind that you have the confidence and the will to do it, then that's just the most important thing to do. But that's 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 my approach when, when people come in and talk to me and, and, and ask me, you know, what can I say? And the best advice I can give them is you got to have a day one. You got to start. You know, once you start, everything else will be will, will fall into place. But you got to start. I think that is really great advice, Derek. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you can apply that in so many areas of your life, mm-hmm. not just with weight loss. If you're going to school, um, if you're starting a business, everybody has to have a day one. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as you you continue on your journey, you'll learn things that what doesn't work for you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. At least you tried it. Most you tried this yep. and you're like, okay, well, that doesn't work for me. Now I need to, you know, revamp my plan. Don't, don't start your plan over. Just revamp, revamp and say, it. okay, that don't work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you keep, if you keep creating new plans, you're going to spend so much time. Yeah. <laughs> creating that plan so just like okay that don't work for me i'll add this one thing in see if that works for me mm-hmm. yeah yep, just i think that's really and, great advice yeah, and to it and taking it away 
You know, if you yeah. if you come that first day and you know it gets started, and now you're in the first, now you're in a week. It's like okay, I want to work out, but I like this style of working out. You know, what I'm saying now you know mm -hmm. what you can apply yourself more to. So it's just a, a build up. But if you never start, you'll never yeah. you'll never know. Yeah. So Derek, I want you to do me a favor. Mm -hmm. I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to have a moment to dream big. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to think about how it will be done. Mm -hmm when it's going to be done mm -hmm. but i want you to dream okay. what is something that you dream for your business what i what i ultimately my biggest dream in this is to have a complex where uh we create a fitness community and empowerment in one place and you know, where you can come in and you can get physically fit with state-of-the-art machines, um, um, fitness rooms, you know, different types of rooms, different types of trainers, different types of just to fit all of all body types. Um, a place where you can get great food <laughs> within this same place, great food as in if you work out, you can get your smoothies, you can get your, your salads, you can get, you know, just all healthy alternative stuff. Uh, and in one area there, um, offer uh, different agriculture things like outside where you can bring the kids in and show them how to plant their own vegetables, and, you know, mm -hmm. do things of that nature. Um, I'm honestly, get into, you know, I'm not going to say farming, but, you know, being able to show them how to live off land. The food they grow? Food that they grow, you know, and yeah. um, then, you know, then there was another side of that learning centers, um, so that you know all of that goes together. I think if you you once you get people, you can apply all of this in one place. It gives them a refuge, a place to go when it's you know like okay, I want to work out and then I want to be a part of the community. We do all that right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know we can we can help out help these kids learn a different facet of life versus you know street life and. You know, teach them something that they can do that's gonna possibly grow them, grow them, and grow their minds into something different. You know, and introduce them to agriculture. If you never introduce them, then they never have an opportunity. But ultimately, you know, that's that's what I want—a complex, a complex that, and it allows us to to to, to jobs, you know, to, to, to supply our community, and, and be able to just just do all of that. So it fits everything into one place of what my ultimate goal is when I tell you before is helping people. That's yeah. So, I, I can't wait until your dream comes true. Hey, I, me too. I, I'm excited. I, that's something that I really, I am really, really wanting to do. I, um, I think it's needed. Yeah. And what you are dreaming about is something that is for the whole family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I think family is so important, um, whether it be by blood or from love from the heart, family is important. Most definitely. Most definitely. Mm -hmm. It just promotes yeah. togetherness. Is this something that we, we, we're missing? So, you know, so that big dream is, is bigger than just, you know, um, you know, I guess you say finance or or anything of that nature. And I wanna I wanna see I wanna see it all just take place and, and and a bigger picture be drawn than it to be just all about 
you know, the, the fitness side of it. Because I think what people miss in all of that is it's mental. It's mental. If you don't, if you, let's put them in, let's put everybody in a good place so they can be mentally on board. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah, mental fitness is just as important, if not more important, than physical fitness. No doubt, it is. Mm -hmm. No doubt. Because you have to have a healthy mind. Mm -hmm. Because we already know that when you're trying to become physically fit, you're going to have those temptations, you know, those things mm -hmm. that you were, you know, eating in the past, right? Um, that helped you to get to the weight that you didn't want mm -hmm. to be. So you're already having to fight that, off, fight that off. But when you're mentally healthy, you can tell yourself, you know what, I deserve this. Mm -hmm. You know, and not only do I deserve this, but my friends and my family deserve this mm -hmm. because you want to be around them just like your friend Alonso did for you. Mm -hmm. He said, hey, man, I want you to be here. Yeah. So... So yeah, I definitely agree. Mental, uh, I could go on and on, but mental fitness is definitely important. Most definitely. It is. It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so before we wrap up, is there anything that we didn't cover that you want to the listeners uh to know about, you know, your weight loss journey? Um a quick uh story. My 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 buddy my buddy is old. I never forget. I was two months in to working out and training and getting myself together, and I remember calling him. I said, "Man, this ain't working, bro. Like, I'm busting my butt and I ain't losing no weight, you know." And so he uh, he sends me a message back. I mean, he tells me, he said, "Hey, man, give me a few minutes, and I'm gonna send you a workout to your your inbox." And he said, "I want you to try this, you know, see if this works for you." And I said, "Okay." Mm -hmm. So I waited, you know, I'm sitting by my phone, you know, holding my phone, waiting for it to go off. So about 30 minutes went by and I finally see this alert pop across my phone. So I'm, I'm rushing to get to my, rushing to get to my phone to, to see what he said. And when I got to the phone, what, what he sent to me in all caps was the word patience. And mm. I remember looking at the phone in my mind, I was going off like, no, you did not just send me that. <laughs> and I just asked you. You know what I'm saying? How do I do this? Like, bro, I'm about to give up. And I texted him back. I was like, what? And he called me and said, bro, he said, what it took for you to get to where you are is going to take just that much plus determination to get it off. So he was like, you ain't going to fall off overnight, bro. He said, I don't know no other way to tell you. So he was like, I, I can tell you these, these fallacies or whatever you think you want to hear. He said, but it wouldn't be the truth. So he was like, so truth of the matter is you got to be patient and persistent. You got to do what you got to do. So with that being said, he said, get off the phone with me and go to the gym. And so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was, listen, that was great advice. Yeah. yeah. I was so mad when he said, oh, what? You can't be serious. But I, now yeah. that's one of, I tell that story all the time, especially to my clients. You got to have a day one and you got to be patient. You gotta be patient. Yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta be patient. <laughs> well he told me that I was so mad. I, so not only did he make you wait, so you're like sitting by yes. your phone, right? <laughs> and you're like, Oh, it's a miracle, it's a miracle workout. Yeah. He's about to send me yeah. and I'm about to do it and all of this is gonna fall off. 
and then you have to sit there. You had to be patient, patient to, to wait on. on. And then when you got it and it said patience, you're like, what in the world? Like, Man, <laughs> if I could have jumped through the phone, I would have what? Yeah, you gotta be, you gotta be kidding me. No, you did not send me that. But it's some of the best advice that I've ever gotten. Some of the best advice I've ever gotten. I mean, when and, and, and as soon as I got that and I got to working harder, I saw it. Ten pounds, ten pounds, ten pounds. And I was like, okay. And so now I'm, I'm, I'm sending them pictures and emailing them and like, listen, man, look, I told you, just keep working. You know, that's it. Be, yeah. be patient. You got it. So yeah. Well, that that's so awesome. I'm glad you have great people in your life, like uh, Alonzo, to, um, you know, be your friend and also help to remind you of things like patience. Oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Yeah. So listen, I want you to share how folks can get in contact with you. Um, so Derek is in Augusta, Georgia. So I'm sure you will help people, you know, in Augusta, Hepzibah, and all the surrounding areas. Tell them how they can get in contact with you. What's your social media? I on on Facebook, I am at Trust the Process, uh, T R U S T D A P R O S Miss Q P R O C E S S. So Trust the Process D A um, on okay. Facebook and on um, Instagram is uh, TDP Fitness Seven O Six. So, yeah, please just check that out. Um, I'm always posting. You can look on my personal Facebook page at Derek Pinkney, too. I post there. Uh, you all see, you see some of the workouts, some of the um, days that we have and, and, and things of that nature. So if you want to get in contact with me, my number is there. Just inbox me or whatever the case may be, and we can get, get your consultation and get you started. Nice. Derek, I just want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And thank you for having me. At- you're so welcome and um i can't wait until you have that center oh yeah uh that you want and you could come back and share with us because this podcast is not going anywhere <laughs> and, and, and i'm telling you when we get we're gonna take the podcast to this complex and walk around just let listen listen i'm ready for Let's it go. i'm ready you know i'm, I'm ready. ready yes ma'am i'm ready <laughs> Yes. So this has been another great conversation at the table with D. Monique. If you would like to come on and have a t- conversation with me, just send me a message on Instagram or Facebook. You can find me at, at the table with D. Monique. If you want to suggest a snack, because y'all know I like snacks. Uh, you know, I ate a little healthy because Derek was on here. <laughs> but <laughs> now, Derek, let me just tell you. With these snacks, I do tell people portion control is important. Yes, definitely okay? portion control is important. So, yes, you know, we have fun with the snack time, but I always encourage people, and including myself, to eat a serving and not the whole bag. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Moderation is key. Yeah. Yes. So, again, send me a message on Facebook, Instagram, at the table with D. Monique. Um, Until next time, be blessed and peace. Thank you for listening to At the Table with D. Monique podcast. Join us next week for a new episode.